Conventional wisdom has it that you never combine two or more spiritual paths or techniques because it will get you nowhere. And that has been true for many centuries. But we live in a different age now. And I discovered that I would never get anywhere if I stuck to just one path. So it was quite the opposite for me. And that was very confusing at first. But that's when I discovered the integral approach. And I think it's the only way to go in these new and exciting times we live in. But it is important that you know what you're doing. Because you have to know how to navigate the incredible variety of techniques and teachers that is available to us today. So let's talk about that. We are in the middle of a spiritual revolution and we know we need to change. But what are the secrets to spiritual growth and awakening? How do you get rid of the false beliefs and dogmas that no longer serve you? How do you see through your own spiritual BS? I'm Alex Vergale, AKA the Dutch Taoist, and welcome to my podcast. My guru always said it's better to dig one hole very deep than to dig many shallow holes. And he had another saying, don't put two legs in two boats because you will surely drown. Now, these sayings are, are meant to keep people on the path. And the wisdom behind it is that if you keep changing teachers and paths and techniques, you will get nowhere. But for me, I gradually discovered that Kriya Yoga was not enough for me and that I was not balanced and not even happy. So something was wrong. I needed to look elsewhere. But it triggered deep fears because of the things my guru said. I didn't want to put my legs into boats, Kriya Yoga and Taoism. I didn't want to be the guy to... You know, it, it almost felt like a betrayal of my teacher. And I wanted to be a good boy, a good student. So I didn't know what to do. It's so easy to get excited about the new technique, the new teacher, and then after a few months, when you discover you're still the same person, uh, to look for another new technique and another new teacher. It's like, you know, a spiritual one-night stand, and you will never be able to develop a meaningful relationship with a one-night stand. You know that, and I didn't want to make that mistake. But I hit this wall in my practice where I, I didn't have a choice. And it seemed like I had nowhere else to go but to try out other approaches to get my balance back. Because I was in a bad shape emotionally and physically. I was out of balance is, is the best way to describe it. And when I finally did start to combine paths and techniques, I'm so happy I did it. First, you know, don't get me wrong, I practiced Kriya Yoga for 25 years before I changed course. <laughs> But when I finally did, the rewards were just enormous. So what my guru said, stick to one path, that was a solid and wise thing to say in a time where we had these traditional spiritual paths and teachers who had their own approaches to awakening. And if you chose one path, This path, you knew that you knew what you're going to get if it resonated with you, and then you stuck to it. 
and it made no sense to go to a different teacher and start all over again, basically. It was just wasting a waste of time. And I think that still holds today to a certain extent. It's still a good way to walk your path, not to put your legs in, in too many boats. You see so many what I call spiritual shoppers and, and people that jump from one teacher to another. And I didn't want to do that because it will get you nowhere. But however, you know, look at the times we're living in. The internet revolution where you can access any path, any technique, any teacher in the blink of an eye with the click of a button. And in many cases, these are techniques that were secret for many thousands of years. And now you, you, you cannot just learn them online, but you can compare them as well and try out things that fit you and, and be critical about it. And, and that's when you see both teachers and students starting to combine things. These different approaches are available to an extent that was undreamed of a few years ago. When I started out, it was in 1989, we had no internet, just a phone book and a library with old books. And when you, you wanted to learn a technique from a Taoist master 200 years ago, you would have to, to, to travel to a mountain and climb the mountain and maybe search for years after you would have found maybe a good teacher and be lucky enough to get accepted as a student. And then the master would only give you his most precious technique to his best student on his deathbed. I mean, one technique after years of service and diligent practice, if you're lucky. And now, all these Taoist techniques, hundreds or even thousands of them, are available to anyone who goes to Amazon. So, so that's, that's a revolution. That's a huge revolution. But that's not all. Like I said in, in, in previous episodes, these spiritual traditions were established in a time thousands of years ago that was so unlike modern times that we live in. And spirituality was a thing for men, not even women, men in caves, in ashrams, in monasteries. And it was not for the common man, the modern man and woman, with a life and a work and kids and finan financial problems, etc. So some of the problems that we have today, these traditional paths cannot solve, especially not emotional problems. These traditional paths are so old there was no psychology then. So everything we now know about the subconscious mind, the superego, neurosis, and self-sabotage, they have absolutely no way to handle that, to help you with that. And with this whole revolution that's going on now, with the internet and psychology and, and scientific knowledge of how the brain works, a whole new approach has now emerged that's called the integral approach. I want to talk a little bit about that because it is a game changer. The, the integral approach with these new insights has emerged in the last 10 years or so where people all over the world start to realize that it's not just okay to combine paths and different approaches on different levels like meditation and therapy and body work or find an approach that works for you on all these levels, that it's not just okay to do that, 
it is absolutely imperative that you do it. It's the only way to go. Your life and your specific needs and problems and situation absolutely demands it, demands an integral approach. And I'm not saying not to commit to one path. No, you need to commit. And I would advise people to at least commit to one technique for a few years and and practice every day. But make sure you do some therapy and shadow work and, and make sure you have an embodied approach too to spirituality in any way you can. And and that's why I think the Taoist path is the most balanced path because it integrates many of these different approaches, both physical and mental and emotional. But that's just me. You do what, what fits you. So stick to one meditation technique, at least for a while, but don't make the mistake of thinking that you'll be fine now and all your emotional and physical problems will be solved as well. And then after you have a firmly established practice, then be critical and look around to see if maybe you could grow by trying out different things to combine with your main practice. I experimented with uh, Buddhist techniques and the diamond approach and and, and, and many different techniques and kinds of therapy, etc. Some of which I still use or practice every now and then. But my main practice is still a combination of Kriya Yoga and Taoism. And it works for me, for now. And I'm still adding and and trying out new things almost every day. And when a new thing seems to work, I try it out for a few months and then I decide to stick with it or not. That's the integral approach and what I do. And one day I realized I am walking just one path, and that's my natural path. That's how I call it, my natural path. That's the path that my soul guides me to walk with all the techniques and all the different things I'm doing. It's just one path. And Aurobindo, the Indian mystic and philosopher, he said, in an ideal situation, you will have as many religions or paths as there are people. And and that's the perfect way to describe it. Well, his vision, Aurobindo's vision, I think he saw that this, this would happen and his vision is a reality today. So, so these are important things to think about on your spiritual path. If you want any kind of awakening, you need to deal with these new insights. So I hope this was helpful for you and and I hope you will be able to find your natural path to effortless awakening. And I'll be talking more about subjects like this. So please stay tuned. Bye.